Welcome to another edition of Pierre's Podcast. Today we'll be looking at God's purpose for you. Don't go away. We'll be right back. When you think of God's purpose for your life, what actually comes to your mind? Um, what, do you, what do you envision? What do you see? There's such a broad perspective on this because some people really have a very clear and distinct idea of what they believe their purpose is. And others don't have a remote clue. Well, today we're going to look at that and we're going to talk about that in depth what is God's purpose for your life? So don't go away. We'll be right back after my man, C-O-G. What's up? It's your boy Godchild the Movement with today's word. Stop looking at where you're at and begin to focus on where you're going. Know that God has a plan for your life, but it will not happen by osmosis. It only happens by faith and action on your part, being consistent and persistent in seeking out the things of God. Now I say this in love. You are a child of the Most High God, but yet you are always complaining. The enemy has been fighting me all week. Would y'all please pray for me? The enemy has been trying to depress me and has been holding me back. Please pray for me. The enemy has attacked my body and my finances. Would you all please pray for me? He is doing what he is supposed to do, are you? You are busy running your mouth about what the enemy is doing that you have forgotten about what God has already done. Listen, if you want to see an impact in your life, go pray for somebody else and watch what happens. Get up off your butt and put your whole armor of God and be willing to swing back and stop just taking punches. Stop wasting your time and energy on foolishness and nonsense. Give time to the word and prayer and less time to TV. How do you expect to get stronger when you feed your flesh? This is a spiritual war and your flesh cannot help you in any way. Sooner or later, you will have got to fight back on your own and stop crying, always looking for someone else to fight for you. Grow up and begin training and be the great warrior that God has called you to be. This has been your boy, Godchild the Movement, with today's word. This particular episode was actually recorded at our noonday Bible study at Christian Tabernacle Church, in which I'm so honored to be able to present to you guys. These are a lot of our elderly people, and they are such a blessing to me. So hopefully this message will minister to you as much as it ministered to them, along with how it ministered to myself. Praise God and all that he shares with us uh, through the Holy Spirit. Check it out. There is a Peanuts comic strip, all right? And there was a conversation between Lucy and Charlie Brown. 
Lucy said that life is like a deck chair. Some places so they can see where they are going. Some places so they can see where they have been. Some places so they can see where they are at present. Charlie Brown's reply is, I can't even get mine unfolded. <laughs> now we laugh at that, right? Because it's, it is humorous, right? Because it is funny. Funny part about that is, is how many of us feel like that? Be, be completely honest. How many of you all feel like, you know what? Life is just, oh, I can't even get my chair unfolded, right? You feel like that? Okay. What was God's intent in creating you? Some would say that he made me with the purpose to be rich. Some would say he made me with the purpose to be successful and powerful. Some would say he made me with the purpose to be a star. Finally, some would say he made me with the purpose to do whatever I want. Intended to mean he has no plan for me. I make my own plans. I've heard a lot of people say that. And I'm not talking about non-believers. I'm talking about believers. All right. Pastor Rick Warren wrote the New York Times bestseller, Purpose Driven Life. And everyone in the world read it. How many of you all read it? Be completely honest. Right. I know I read it. A bunch of us read it, right? Why? Why do we read it? Because in the end, everyone wants to know their purpose. All right? May I show you your purpose? When God created each of us, he put into motion a plan to fulfill his purpose, underlying that, to fulfill his purpose for himself through us. To fulfill his purpose, all right, for his plan through us, okay? Now, some may not like that, but the reality is that it's true. When you accepted Jesus Christ into your heart, let me, let me, let me, let me just take a measurement real quick. Who all in here is saved? Love the Lord. Show of hands. Okay. Everybody's hand went up pretty much for the most part. Those that's not, hopefully you know we'll, you'll come to know the Lord. But uh, <laughs> while you're in this class today, hopefully you'll get some of that. Um, Hand that down to them. Um, but even before that, God's perfect plan, okay, was put in place for all mankind. All right, so let me read that last part again. When you accepted Jesus into your heart, you made a commitment to become his servant. All right, but even before that, God's perfect plan was put in place for all mankind. Okay, a, purpose, a person's purpose is conceptualized in that a person's in that of a person's spirit. Okay? So when God created you, he blew his breath into each and every single one of us, starting with Adam. All right? And when he blew his breath into us, he blew his spirit into us. And when he did that, our purpose was born and destiny began to take place immediately at that very moment. All right? So when God created you, he knew how he created you. He knew what plan he had for you. Okay? Genesis 2, 7 through 8 says, Then the Lord God formed the man from the dust of the ground. He breathed the breath of life into the man's nostrils, and the man became a living person. Then the Lord God planted a garden in, the, in Eden, excuse me, in the east, and there he placed the man he had made. Genesis 2.15, the Lord God placed the man in the garden of Eden to do what? Tend. To tend and watch over it. Underline that. 
to tend and watch over it, to manage it, to manage it, okay, to work it. Genesis 2, 18, 18 through 22 says, Then the Lord God said, It is not good for the man to be alone. I will make a helper, underline that, I will make a helper who is just right for him. I will make a helper who is just right for him. So the Lord God formed from the ground all the wild animals and all the birds of the sky. He brought them to the man to see what he would call them. In other words, he gave man a job, right? He told him to manage the ground. Listen, man the earth, manage the earth. And while you're at it, Manage the things of the earth or the things that are placed in the earth by starting to name it, right? I had you do what? Had you write down a piece of paper? What did I have you write on that piece of paper that says, hello, my name is? Right? How do you see yourself? How do you view yourself? How, do you, how are you looking at yourself? Okay? Because God sees you to be miraculously and wonderfully created and made. Amen? How do you see yourself? I had the person sitting across from you write down the yellow piece how they see you. Again, chances are, if you look at that piece of paper again, look at what they really said about you. They had nothing, I can almost guarantee you, but good things to say about you. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. In those days when you pray, I will listen. If you look for me, and here's the key word, wholeheartedly. If you look for me wholeheartedly, you will find me. And here's the question I want to propose to you. Are you looking for God's purpose and plan in your life wholeheartedly? Are you praying and are you asking him, Heavenly Father, please reveal to me what you have called me to do. Please direct my steps. Please order my steps, dear God, that I may walk down the path that you have chosen for me to walk down. Too many times we want to do our own thing and at the end, we're not satisfied. Here's what I know. If you follow God's plans and you walk down his path, you will be completely satisfied. Yeah.
L-A-Z, crazy, eyes on hove, I ain't talking about Jay-Z, they be trying to hold me back, can't break me, shake me, empowered by the king, blood washes me clean daily, you on a fast route, straight pacing, hey Steve, you only get one shot, watch where you're aiming, I aim for the sky, get high, yeah I'm spacing, forgot alone with you, so now, KB, I'm not afraid, let him finish me, long as the Christ is exalted, let his glory diminish me, Every day stay praying for humility Even if it means being bruised by the enemy Walking through the valley of the shadow of death Nothing to fear cause he's here nonetheless Yes, and if I die then heaven is where I rest Father accept my spirit when I take my last breath Press play on, coming on straight Loose like stuff, we walk by faith Let's go, let's go Gift, but I must manage to have it balanced with the scriptures So that I'm sure that the stuff I hand them is legit I rap Jesus, so go ahead and flex P90X, these rappers getting ripped It ain't even me who's leaving the beating Holy Spirit writes my rhymes So lyrically you can say I'm cheating Authority given by him, conquer and defeating In his name, unashamed, Romans 1.16 And uh, let's set it straight This lifestyle has no breaks We press forward steps, walk by faith Hey. They say faith is without reason Yet the reason people are bleeding Is cause of lives without Jesus uh, You call me blind But I see you don't see the origin of creation Points to intelligent design And unbelievers mock Still I pay them no mind I just pay attention to life So we can buy me some time Let go Press play on Helmet on straight Boots laced up We walk by faith Let's go Let's go And they can take our lives Look, are you ready to take up your cross? Losing your life's not a loss for the king who bled. He restored us to the father with the blood that he shed. He could have let our sin destroy us, let us suffer his dead. He took nails in his hands and thorns on his head. The king of kings, Lord of lords, he is worthy of praise. Till the day he returns to save us from the ways of this world and the pain on the final days. Where the beast will be unleashed from his cage to feast. Agony in the air, sounds of cries from the mothers. Streets go up in flames, people die in you ain't gotta stay behind, you can roll Follow us, we follow Christ He'll make sure you're good to go, let's go Now, you wrote something on your name tag Hello, my name is How do you see yourself? How do you view yourself? I'm gonna keep bringing that up because I want you to think about this. How do you look at yourself? Number one, number one, when God created us, by the way, nothing has changed. The only thing is, I'm gonna explain in just a second here, it's just a little bit rougher and we're gonna see that in scripture, but there's a plan even behind that, amen? Number one, we are created to bring dominion to the earth. 
dominion to the earth. We are created to bring dominion to the earth. I say we, referring to male and female. Not just men, women too. Women play an extremely vital role in the world. You all are extremely powerful. I was raised in a single parent home by my mom and I watched her work and do what she had to do to make sure that me and my sister never went with it without. And trust me, we never went without. I watched her finish school, I watched her get her master's, and she just about got her doctorate's degree from Dallas Theological Seminary here. All right, what am I saying? You have power in you. All of us do. Remember, before man sinned, we lived in perfect fellowship with God. We operated at 100% capacity. In other words, it was not work as we know it, as it was helping God, underline this, as it was helping God create a perfect place for him to commune with man. Neutered. I use that in a neutered sense. People say, well, I don't know what my purpose is. Let me tell you what your purpose is. I just gave you the first one. You're created to dominate. You're created to dominate. At whatever you do. At whatever you do, you're created to dominate. God makes no mistakes. 2 Corinthians 12, 7 and 9. I love what Paul says here. Go with me. He says, even though I have received such wonderful revelation from God, because he knew, he knew God had been revealing things to him that had not been revealed before. So to keep me from being proud, look what he says. I love what he says here. I was given a thorn in my flesh. I was given a thorn in my flesh. He was given something to keep him humble. He was given him to keep him from being full of himself, to keep him from being haughty, right? I was given a thorn in my flesh, a messenger from Satan to torment me and keep me from becoming proud. Three different times I begged the Lord to take it away. Each time he said, my grace is all you need. My grace is all you need. This is what God's telling Paul. My power works best in weakness. God's power works best in our weakness. What did you write down on that tag? Who are you? Who are you? Because God's power works best in your weakness. So now, this is Paul, so now I am glad to boast about my weakness so that the power of Christ can work through me. So that the power of Christ can work through him. Are you boasting in your weakness? Are you boasting in your weakness? On your table, you have pens, I'm sorry, pencils, excuse me, you have pencils of different shades, different sizes. Some of them are big. Some of them are oddly shaped. Some of them are double sharpened on both sides. Some of them have no lead. But at the end of the day, can I ask you something about that pencil? What is that pencil's purpose? To write with. And the purpose has never changed since the creator of the pencil created the pencil. Okay. 
the purpose is going to always remain the same. It doesn't matter if the lead is broke. It doesn't matter if it's not even sharpened. It doesn't matter if it's a black pencil. It doesn't matter if it's a yellow pencil. It doesn't matter if it's a white pencil. It doesn't matter if it's a fat pencil. It doesn't matter if it's a skinny pencil. It doesn't matter if it's a short pencil or a tall pencil. It doesn't matter. The purpose is still the same. This pencil was broke. Did the purpose change? No. It never changed because the creator of the pencil knew when he created the pencil, what he created it for. And there is power in this pencil. Why is there so much power in this pencil? Because the same way this pencil was broken right now, like some of us in this room, the creator of this pencil can do something very wonderful with it and that he can take it sharpen it No matter how little it's getting. No. Right? Don't matter. He can wear it down. But at the end of the day, it's still a pencil and it's still going to serve its function. It doesn't matter how broken and wore down you are. You still serve a function. There's still a plan for you. Hello, your name is... What is it? What is your name? The identity is in Christ. The identity is in God. And when we understand that, when we change our position and our perception, then it doesn't matter about how broke we are. Because guess what? God don't need this half of us. He can throw that to the side. He can sharpen us. And then all the stuff that he don't need in us, he just cuts away, <laughs> empties it out. Now I can use you. Now I can use you. Listen, now God can use us. Because the minute we die to ourselves and be raised up in him, and we get rid of all the old things, and all things become yeah. in who? Right. Then we win. Instantly we win. Amen? Amen. Which brings us to point number two. We are created. We are created and have always been created. But again, we fell off the wagon. All right? And we're trying to get back on it every single day. We are created to give God our best. You want to know what your purpose is? It's to dominate the world. That sounds like some old James Bond type of stuff. Yep, that's exactly what it's supposed to sound like. Because that's exactly what it's about. It's about where you are in your world, you should dominate. Right? I'm here at the church. I work at the church full time. And I put my best foot forward every single day for you all. As a minister on staff here, and as you all being the body of Christ in this church, that support me and my position, Guess what I do every single day for y'all? I don't make no excuses. Look at the person across from you and say, are you dominating where you're at? Look at the person next to you and ask them the same thing. Are you dominating where you're at? 
right? Are you giving God your best? Are you giving God your best every day? And if you're not, why aren't you? Why aren't you? Well, it's so difficult. It's so hard. I'm older now. Bad excuse. Horrible excuse. Ask Abraham and Sarah about that excuse. <laughs> Ask Moses about that excuse. God's not buying that. Christ gives us a purpose. Everything has purpose. Each tool, each tool has a specific purpose. So God created man with a purpose. When we are fulfilling God's purpose for us, things go well. But when we are outside that purpose, things don't go so well for us. Which brings us to our third point. We are created to help other people. See, it's never about ourselves. It's never been about us. Never has. When was the last time you helped someone other than yourself? I'm going to add this into that, with the right attitude. Selflessness always produces salvation. John 3.16. Selfishness always produces scarcity. When you start feeling selfish, go back to this point right here. Look within yourself and what God has called you to do, dominate at it. Giving God your best so that you can help someone else. That's what we're created for. Amen? Amen. Well, I hope you found this podcast to be helpful today. Listen, I know you guys are busy, but if you could just take a few moments out of your busy schedule just to like us on Facebook at Pierre's Podcast, that would be absolutely fantastic. We are... Uh, always looking to connect with new listeners and so as we make a conscious effort to do so we need your help by inviting your friends to listen to us and check us out along with uh, liking it yourself also if you're ever in the metro detroit area or if you live in the metro detroit area come visit us at christian tabernacle church every tuesday at 7:30. the study peace god bless see you guys next time Bumper music is produced by Mr. D.L. Jones. Pierce Podcast. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.